Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your client's peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Welcome back to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. We're your hosts, Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. And joining us today is health guru, entrepreneur, mentor, and author, Mike Fata. Mike, welcome. We're so glad to have you with us on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Mike, to get us started off, You co-founded Manitoba Harvest Hemp Foods in 1998, but that wasn't just a business venture from what I read. So could you tell our listeners just a little bit about your health journey and what actually kind of led you into becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, happy to. I grew up poor with a single mom, and which drove me to leaving school when I was 14. I started working full time, but I wasn't educated about health. Fell prey to the fast food movement and found myself weighing over 300 pounds when I was 18 years old. And then I had that moment where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I decided that I was going to change my lifestyle and I started educating myself on health and started experimenting, which led me to, I lost a whole bunch of weight, but I learned the hard way about good fats, healthy omega-3 and omega-6 fats, and uh, which led me to hemp. And I always thought hemp was cool, but I fell in love with the nutritional properties of the hemp seed. And we started a little business in 1998, pioneering hemp foods and, and grew it into something, you know, a company that made a, a global impact. Incredible. And you're still making a global impact. And we've discussed your traveling, which we want to get into here in just a little bit. But I was wondering if you would tell our listeners a little bit about, so you've made a couple of nine-figure business exits. And now you take your knowledge and you help other entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs to really create and build your businesses. So tell our listeners a little bit about what you do, the style of coaching, and just a little bit about that program. Yeah. And so over Mantua Harvest, we grew the business over 20 years to $100 million in annual revenue. So a great success. You know, we took the business to 80,000 square feet of manufacturing, growing over 75,000 acres of hemp, selling to 16,000 retail partners in over 20 countries around the world. And then very fortunate that we had an opportunity to sell the business, sell Mantua Harvest actually twice, the last time in, in 2019 for a $420 million transaction. And then after we sold the business, I had to really reinvent myself. Like, what was I going to do next? I love health. I love being in the natural products industry and helping other entrepreneurs. I'm still a recovering entrepreneur myself after that 20 years of growing the business. So I'm not ready to operate a business, but I do like helping other entrepreneurs. And I've been doing that through making investments in their company, helping them out from a governance standpoint on their board of directors or chairing the board or being an advisor to the founders And then in my free time, I spend a lot of it giving back within the industry, mentoring, and and sometimes it's just having some simple conversations with founders or more, you know, in-depth and involved sharing my knowledge and information because what I've learned, and now I can't turn it off, is this knowledge of, you know, right from agriculture and supply chain all the way through to the, uh, to a consumer product and end consumer. And and I just, I love it. I still have a passion for it, like the day that I started. So to capitalize on that, You've taken that wisdom and knowledge and you've put that into a book. Is that correct? Will you tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah. 
finally wrote my book, Grow, which 12 Unconventional Lessons for Becoming an Unstoppable Entrepreneur. You know, there's a lot out there about the conventional way of building a business. It usually starts with, you know, having rich parents, going to an Ivy League school, and then starting a business to make a lot of money. I went the unconventional way, you know, dropping out of high school, you know, working and then finding my passion for health and really going into business because of the passion, think something that I was interested in and learning on the job. And so I, I wanted to share those unconventional lessons for entrepreneurs that wanted to think about entrepreneurship a little bit different, you know, building community, finding your own passion of what you're going to, what you're going to focus on in the first place. You know, the concept of making friends first and doing business second, um, in truly empowering a team as you grow a company. And, and so, you know, it's 25 years in the making as an entrepreneur, but I think that this book is going to help a lot of entrepreneurs grow their business and think about, I know that's the kind of topic of the show, not only, not only growing a business and becoming successful, but also leaving your mark, leaving a legacy. Absolutely. Stan, what questions do you have for Mike? Yeah, a lot of questions. Let me just say that a lot of what you're saying really resonates with me. You know, I didn't have wealthy parents either. And so I was involved in a startup that took about 25 years to exit. And we just did that about a year or so ago. And I'm having to reinvent myself now. And that's part of what we're doing here you know, with this podcast. Um, really curious, though, with, uh, you know, this mentoring that you're doing with entrepreneurs, I'm curious to know what kinds of, what are the walls that you find these entrepreneurs run into that you're mentoring? What, is there a theme? Is there a theme that you're discovering when you're working with somebody who's an entrepreneur in a mentoring capacity? Yeah. You know, I, um, I should probably start like when I was reinventing myself, I struggled of even with all the knowledge, how am I going to share that knowledge? And I don't want to seem like I know it all because I don't know it all. The more that I learn, the more that I know that I don't know. But over 25 years in growing a business from zero to $100 million, it was a million wins. It was a million small wins to get us to that level. And so to answer your question, depending on the business and depending on the stage of the business, I see entrepreneurs struggling all along that journey. First, it's you know the, how to found a company and, and start a company. And I tell most people, don't start a company because you want to make money because most companies don't make money. But if you start a company because you're passionate about it, and that could be many different things. If you love soccer and all you want to do is play soccer, you probably could have a great business making soccer balls, putting a soccer app together, doing coaching, something down that line that you're filling your passion. And so I try to understand why the entrepreneur is doing what they're doing, making sure that it, their mission for their company aligns with their personal passions. That's usually a starting place. And then from there, it's an analysis of where they're at in business from a sales, marketing, operations, and finance. And then I'm a quick read on a company and I share with them what I would do if I was in their situation, what I would be thinking about as the next couple steps. Uh, and that's a lot different if it's a, you know, a business just starting out or if they just crossed their first million dollars in sales or if they're a $10 million company trying to look for that path to like $20, 30000000 million. So it's, it's very highly individualized. And I've spoken to over a thousand entrepreneurs over the last three years and just giving my time to understand their business and then having some fun by sharing with them what I would do if I was in their situation. It looks like a lot of the guys that you're, you're mentoring are in the food space. Yeah. You know, I, again, my passion is for health. I, um, after losing over 100 pounds and taking control of my lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, I really am passionate about the food that we eat, natural and organic products. And so I, I get, you know, I have people approach me that are in the tech business or they're in the insurance business. And 
And because I've been successful and many times over in business, they still want to have a conversation. And sometimes I do, but most of my work is in the industry that, that you know, I really grew up in because I can't turn health off and I can't turn business off. So you, you combine those two together and, and I can spend all the hours in the day actually uh, in that space. So is mentoring something you want to do more? You know, I, I do, but I've, I've realized that and so I was never into social media before three years ago, like our companies were, but I personally wasn't. And the pandemic sort of pushed me into social media. And so I, I got onto LinkedIn and I started connecting with founders in our industry. And, and then I took that offline and started having conversations with them. And, and I started sharing more of my personal journey, which and then more of a community formed. And, and so the inbound of requests for my time from a mentorship far outweigh the amount of hours that I have in the day, far, far, 10 or 20x of what I have right now. And so I thought about how can I have my impact in a much larger way? And I, I coined that as more mass mentorship. And so the tools that I've developed to do that, we created fatafleischman.org, which is Greg Fleischman and I put together a website that all of our forms and tools and templates and learning materials and education materials that we use to grow our businesses from zero to $100 million, we put it on a website and, and gave it away for free so that entrepreneurs can access the site and get, whether it's a, an investor presentation uh, template or an HR document, what the best hiring practices are, all the different aspects of that you need to grow a business. And so we've done that over the last two years and, and thousands of entrepreneurs use the toolbox on a regular basis. It's been written up in Forbes and, and just it's a way for me to have an impact outside of one-on-one. -on -one. Similarly, I started writing the Unstoppable Entrepreneur newsletter where I'm sharing some of my lessons and learnings now that has over 10,000 subscribers. And it's been, I think, five or six months of the newsletter has been another form of mass mentorship. The book will be uh, that as well. And so as much as I would love to spend one-on-one -on -one time, there's only a limited capacity for that. But these other ways of sharing through social, through the book, through the newsletter, and through the website uh, have given me a much farther reach. And tell us about, you also have a podcast, Founder to Mentor. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and how that works. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of SWOT analysis, not only in business, but personally. And so one of my strengths I've realized, and it's intensified because of my success, is I have uh, access to some of the best world-class founders in our space for sure, but that continues to grow. And so I thought, hey, I want to have conversations with these people. Some of them are friends of mine some that we're doing business with, some that I've known in the industry for 10 or 20 years. And if I can have a conversation with them and pull out some of their best practices for personal and professional growth, that entrepreneurs can learn in that way. And it's another form of mass mentorship. So I've been, the podcast has been 13 months now. There's about 50 episodes. It's hit a top 5% podcast uh, globally already, keeps on picking up steam. And, and so I, I've just really been enjoying the conversations, but realize, you know, it's access to these founders where some of them don't normally go out and do podcasts, but I can reach out to them and pull a conversation and benefit to entrepreneurs that are trying to follow a similar path. Very cool. And very cool. So for the work that you do with obviously with the company that you founded, helping people get control of their health and then beyond that now with helping these aspiring entrepreneurs, what is it you would like your legacy to be? Yeah, I'm a big believer and I think legacy is how you make other people feel. It's not about, you know, I've to use a hockey analogy, I've lifted the Stanley Cup up a couple times already in in business. I know what that feels like. I want that for everybody else. A big reason that that success has happened for me is because I've given a lot of time to giving back and growing community and some of the lessons that I share in the book 
I want everyone else to be doing that. So if the world turned into a world of mentors, I want, and I had an impact on making that happen, that would be the best legacy for me. I love that. A world of mentors. That is great. Dan, do you have any other questions for Mike? No, I just want to underscore that what you just said is really profound. Something we talk about all the time, which is the power of generosity to create personal happiness. And there's also, I think a lot of times people don't realize that when you bring that kind of mindset to the world, it changes how you interact with the world in a really positive way that can be really beneficial to you, even financially. It looks like you're recognizing that. 100%. And I, I tell people, and, and this is proven as well, if you're feeling down or you're even feeling helpless, the number one thing you could do is help someone else. When you help someone else, it energizes you, it calms you, it gives you confidence, and then it brings a positive energy as well that, you know, whether that's karma or however, however you think about that, it has an impact. I, and I talk about my kids about this, it's like the giving circle. If you are holding the giving circle over your head and you're giving to other people constantly, that circle gets more bigger and bigger and bigger. But the flow that goes through you, you have an unlimited amount of, of opportunities and an unlimited amount of resources that come to you. And I've proven that over the last two decades. And I believe that everyone has that opportunity. And that could be going in and volunteering in your local community. You know, I've done now over 25 years of nonprofit board work at a national and international level, just giving my time where I can meet other people, I can learn, I can be, I can be growing and part of building something bigger than myself. And then I can't handle even all the opportunities that come in from that, you know? And so, and a bunch of people that I've mentored, just go out there and, and start that giving process and give yourself a year and just see how much of a different person you are. You're going to be more grateful. You're going to be more energized. You're going to be more, you're going to feel like you have purpose, which drives your passion. And, and then you're, that makes you unstoppable. Absolutely. Uh, I love that. I was going to ask you what, you know, you have children. So what else do you tell them? Well, yeah, I have a 13 and 11-year-old and I homeschool the kids. So I have a decent amount of time with them to teach them lessons that I wish I learned when I was younger. You know, I, I dropped out of school because I felt like school wasn't right for me being an overweight kid that I got bullied. And so I, I and coming from a poor family, I wanted to work and make money and start that process. And so there's a number of things that I didn't learn from when I started a business. I didn't know how business worked. And maybe that was beneficial, but I want to make kids understand how the world works. Some of the things that my single mom taught me were very transparent, like how the family budget works. We didn't have a lot of money, but she wanted to be clear, like, here's how much money I make. Here's what the rent costs. Here's what food costs. And simple things like that, you don't need to wait until you're old to try to figure out and have like money problems. You should understand how the foundation of that. Same thing with taking care of yourself, uh, going in and shopping for healthy foods and cooking healthy foods and exercise and wellness and taking care of yourself. Those are foundations of having a successful, happy life. And uh, so I spend a lot of time there with my kids. And then and from there, their passions of what they want to learn. Because if they're really, if someone's really into arts and sports, but you try to ram other things down their throat, it's not going to work so well. If you give them a lens to learn through their passions, they're going to become unstoppable. I really like something you said on your website. Really talk about your role in mentoring is really to empower people to live their best lives. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of servant-based leadership. I have been for a long time. When you're a parent, you're a servant-based leader. And so being a parent has made me a better servant-based leader in the business. I think business is it's the upside down triangle. The leadership really is at the bottom and is empowering the rest of the team and making sure that they have 
clear direction on the mission. They have the resources. The tasks that they're tasked with are reasonable. And you know, at Manitoba Harvest, the number one position, and I was clear to our whole team, the number one position because we're a quality-based food organization was our janitorial staff. Our janitorial team needed to be at the top of the organization and everyone that was involved needed to make sure that they had everything that they needed to be successful in their role. Is just a great example of instead of thinking the flip side, which is a normal in business, you know, the ivory tower, everything comes down from the leadership and you ram it down in the business. That's the conventional way. And again, I've created success in that unconventional way. And, and it is that servant-based leader approach. You're inspiring me today. I promise you. I'm inspiring well, like you. Love, love that. Yeah, that's a great. Yes. All of it. The mentoring wisdom and the, the parenting wisdom and the health wisdom as well is, is incredible. Is there anything that we forgot to talk about? that you would like our listeners to know. If you could give our listeners one piece of advice as an entrepreneur or business owner, what would that be? You know, I think, well, I'll just, I would leave this. I created finally this year, my website. So mikefata.ca, not .com, but mikefata.ca has all parts of me, has the podcast, has the newsletter, has the book. And so if, if someone wants to come, one of your listeners wants to go and kind of dive into my philosophies and some of my messaging, they're going to find it all there. And hopefully that it's helpful. You know, I know if I help one person become more successful, I feel great in the day. That really makes my day. And fortunately, nowadays, I'm having a much bigger impact than that. And I, and I feel like I'm just getting started. That's awesome. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. This has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. And our guest today has been Mike Fada. For more information about Mike, his coaching, his podcast, or his upcoming book release, in March of 2023, please visit mikefada.ca and we'll also link it for you in the show notes. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks again for having me. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit pinnaclelegacylaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.